friends, and welcome to the Mr. Maxwell podcast. So today I wanted to share with you an excerpt from a book that I'm working on, and the title is Catastrophic, and the premise is and a young man discovers that he is autistic, and in the process of his life, he ends up becoming a bit of an anti-hero, if you will. But this chapter takes place while he's still in high school. He's just been diagnosed, and his parents have bought him his first pair of noise-canceling headphones to help him with his noise sensitivities. I read a small portion of it on TikTok, and I thought, you know what? Why don't I just read the entire chapter here on the podcast, and that would give you a better sense of where I'm at with this creative project. It's definitely been slow going, so I'm going to go ahead and read the chapter, and then um, any discussions or talking about it I'll save for after that. So, chapter three. For the first time in months, Franklin enjoyed his ride to school. With his new headphones, he could barely hear the noise of the other kids on the bus, His mind less occupied with dealing with noise, Franklin was able to notice things he had not before. The inside of the bus was a slightly different color than the outside. Was that because of the sun? Franklin was pretty sure that he had heard about how the sun can affect the color of people's hair and clothes, so maybe there was something to that. Could he develop a paint compound that reacts to sunlight? Or maybe even a fabric dye? How cool would that be to have clothes that change color in response to sunlight? Taking out his notebook, Franklin spent the rest of his bus ride happily working on a new invention. He was so happy about not being overwhelmed by noise that instead of waiting for everyone to go inside before going into the school, Franklin went right in with everyone else. It was wonderful. The noise level was so low, Franklin felt like he could finally think and process what was going on around him. He could see all the people that were around him, and while that was a lot visually, it was less overwhelming than when he had to hear everything as well. The lights are still a problem, he thought to himself as he squinted up at the fluorescent lights, and wondered if there was something to help him with that too. Taking out his notebook again, Franklin wrote a note to look into something that could help with his light sensitivity. Happily immersed in thought, Franklin did not see the chemistry teacher pushing a cart loaded down with glass bottles. He saw the horrified look on some of the students' faces before he felt the impact of the cart. He turned around just in time to see the cart as it and the beakers full of chemicals hit the ground. The crash was deafening. Franklin could hear it even through his headphones. Later on, he would wonder why he was able to hear the crash. As the chemicals spread, a horrible smell filled the hallway, along with smoke from the chemical reaction. When the spill hit the lockers, they began to ripple and melt from the contact. Students screamed and ran as the lockers buckled and began to topple over. The principal had to call 911, and the school was closed for three days while they cleaned up the mess and repaired the hallway. The accident was even in the news. When interviewed, the science teacher repeatedly referred to the incident as a catastrophe. It wasn't long before students started posting about the accident, referring to it as a catastrophe. By the time Franklin went back to school, catastrophe was being used to refer to him directly as the catastrophe, which became Mr. Catastrophe, then finally Dr. Catastrophe, after someone commented that he must have a doctorate in creating disasters. He tried to complain about the name calling, but the teachers and staff were so angry with him for the mess 
and the thousands of dollars worth of damage done that no one did anything about it. Franklin had never felt more alone in his life. So that's the end of the chapter, and there definitely still needs to be some editing done. This is very much still a rough draft. I, in fact, this has been part of the thing that slowed me down with the writing is that I tend to agonize over a sentence instead of worrying about just getting the story out and then going through the editing process, which is funny because I always tell my students, just write it out. We can fix things later. And yet here I am struggling with that exact same thing. But as you can see, you know, the idea I'm trying to, while yes, it's definitely going to be a fantasy novel when it's done, if I'm able to complete it, I hope I can. But even though it's meant to be a fantasy novel, I am trying to be, to give authentic representation of what it's like to be an autistic person in a neurotypical world and how some of the accommodations that are given to autistic people don't work as well as they're supposed to completely. For example, I've worn noise-canceling headphones in public and in crowds, and I've bumped into people and into things and been startled because I couldn't hear the smaller sounds of what's going on, even though it does help with dulling the louder and more persistent noises around me. And this ends up being a problem that Franklin ultimately ends up solving. But uh, in the moment we see just that frustration, the clumsiness, the embarrassment that can come from our accommodation sometimes backfiring, to be perfectly honest. Anyway, so this has been quite a challenging process, like I've mentioned it's hard to stay on top of it. So one of my goals to help me with staying in the writing process is to look at the story every day. So it's actually a recurring to-do list item that every day I need to at least open it up and read over it. And even if I just change one word, I consider that progress. Now, if I was a full-time writer, I would probably say I had to spend a couple, several hours a day just sitting here and working on it. But since I do teach full-time, I am raising children, you know, I do have a lot of other demands of my time. So my goal is if I can spend five minutes a day just at least looking at the document, at least looking at the story, tweaking it or adding a little bit here and there, then hopefully, I mean, it might take me a year or two, to be perfectly honest with you, but hopefully the story would then be finished. So anyway, so yeah, so that's kind of, that's it. That's the story. That's what I'm working on right now. I would love to know what you think. Um, as you know, you can find me on TikTok or Instagram or Twitter at Mr. Underscore Maxwell 16. I would greatly appreciate it if you were to reach out and just share your thoughts. What do you think is working? What do you think is not working with the chapter or the story so far? I would definitely appreciate any and all feedback that you are willing to give, even the negative feedback. All right, friends, it's time for your next adventure. I'll miss you. Cheers. Thank you, friends, for listening to the Mr. Maxwell Podcast. If you'd like to see what else I am up to, you can find me on Twitter 
TikTok, and Instagram, all at Mr. Underscore Maxwell 16. Please, I'd love to hear from you. Um, let me know what you think of the podcast. Let me, think of, let me know if there are any other things you'd like me to talk about. All right, friends, hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you.